You are listening to R.E. Master Talk. A warm welcome from the Ahmedabad. Today we have with us Mr. Hongbin Fang, Director Marketing for Longi Hydrogen. A very warm welcome, Mr. Fang, to R.E. Master Talks. Thank you, Amit. Yeah, it's our pleasure to be here to uh, interact with the uh, India market and India play, the players in the marketplace. Pleasure to have you, Mr. Fang. Uh, Mr. Fang, since you've been heading the marketing division for Longi for Hydrogen, I would want to come to a clear, straight question. Why are we all going for green hydrogen? Okay, I think in the last couple of years, uh, net zero, right, by the middle of the century has become a global consensus, right? In order to, you know, to minimize, uh, to reduce uh, carbon emissions, there are a few clear directions, uh, including like improve energy uh, efficiency, reduce uh, uh, base, uh, and then maximize electrification, and then also deploy as much renewable as possible, right? But in order to reach net zero, that's not sufficient because there are a few uh, applications that's just very hard to abate. We need to have a, a green molecule to help to obey those hard to uh, those applications. For example, some industry process, uh, including uh, ammonia production, right, which is uh, going to be used for uh, fertilizer, and also steel and cement making, and petroleum refinery. Those all require a, a very hard to abate and to reduce the carbon emissions. So we have to introduce a green molecule here as a good, you know, hydrogen is a good candidate. Basically here, hydrogen not only work as a uh, energy source for those process, but also work as a feedstock, participate in the chemical reactions and process. And so that's uh, why, you know, the green hydrogen uses uh, renewable electricity to dissociate water to generate hydrogen. Throughout the process, there's no carbon emission. Great, thank you, thank you. But 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 why exactly there's so much of a push towards green hydrogen now? This really actually is enabled by the by the dramatic reduction in the last 10, 15 years on the renewable energies. Basically, to create to to uh, make green hydrogen through water electrolysis process, about sixty to eighty percent of the total cost is is coming is due to the electricity use, right? And so it requires the low cost and renewable electricity to make this uh, green hydrogen process to be uh, economical, to be cost competitive versus conventional gray hydrogen or even blue hydrogen. So renewable energy costs has come down dramatically in the last 10 to 15 years. Nowadays, and the, the renewables, the wind and solar in many parts of the, the world has become the lowest cost of electricity, which enable, you know, actually help enable the adoption of uh, green hydrogen. Another aspect is, you know, in order to reach net zero by middle of a century, depends on the pathway, the history, actually the, the that demands us to take actions now to accelerate the decarbonization process instead of you know, doing the later, because that 
that pathway, that history to reach net zero and going to determine the magnitude of the global warming. If we keep the current trend, right, and we're going to exceed the 1.5 degree global warming by 2028. We're going to exceed the two degree global warming by 2044. So we have to accelerate that decarbonization process in order to minimize the global warming. That's why we need to take actions now rather than, you know, in the future. Right, right. So, so I know climate change is the biggest threat these days and we need to have these technologies coming up. So, so what are the main applications for green hydrogen, Mr. Fang? Okay, I think I just mentioned a few of them, right? So the first, right. you know, there's a going down the property of priority list, you will see initially uh, one of the main focus may be more on these uh, industry applications. For example, cement and, and, and uh, cement and then steel making, right? Fertilizer production, as well as uh, a petroleum refinery. And so these applications requires hydrogen anyway, or, you know, they already developed a process to replace with hydrogen, right? So this is the first probably round, uh, round of applications. And then you come with, uh, with uh, some part of the transportation applications, including aviation and, and also maritime shipping and also uh, long haul trucking, right? People also looking at the commercial and residential heating and by blending hydrogen into the uh, natural gas. Basically, as the cost of a green hydrogen become lower and lower, more and more applications will become economical, yeah, will be adopted. True that, true that. So, so Mr. Fang, what are different technologies available for making green hydrogen and why? Alkaline electrolysis is promising technology to enable green hydrogen adoption. Basically, there are many four different approaches, right? Technology that can do uh, to make a green hydrogen. Right? And all of them is try to electrolyze the water, right? And so the first one is alkaline water uh, elect uh, electrolysis. The second one is the, called the PAM. It's a proton exchange membrane. The third one is a solid oxide electrolysis uh, cells. The fourth one uh, is the anine uh, uh, AEM. It's called anine exchange membranes. Basically, the solid oxide and the anion membrane, uh, these two both approaches are still under development in labs. They are not commercialized yet. And but both alkaline and PAM have a commercial product in the marketplace. Comparing these two, you know, alkaline offers some advantage, right? Basically, this is a more mature and demonstrate requires much lower, significantly lower capex investment. It is also a renewable energy electricity source compatible with a fast response time. And so it's a, it's a safe and reliable. So overall, it demonstrates um, lower levelized level cost of uh, hydrogen. So we have to, you know, the alkaline electrolysis is a promising technology can enable green hydrogen adoption.
So, so that, that's, that's like for my brain to process, that's like a, too much of an information. But yes, I'm sure the audience are liking it and they would want to know more for, uh, about this thing, uh, about this technology, Mr. Fang. So, Mr. Fang, what's, what is Longi's plan in green hydrogen? Yeah, so maybe first I, I can give a brief intro on Longji itself, right? So Longji currently is the largest model wafer and module manufacturers globally. Last in 2021, we shipped more than 70 gigawatt of model wafers, and about 40% of the global market share, right? And also uh, more than 38.5 gigawatt of model modules last year. That's more than 20% of the global market share. Longji is also a technology leader in the PV industry. Uh, in the last, if you are familiar with industry, Longji is, uh, has led the way, you know, in the last few years, introducing advanced technology uh, globally, right? Uh, here, there are a few examples, Mono Wafer technology, right? Mono Perk, Bifacial Perk, and also large format modules with M6 and M10 wafers. These are all, you know, Longji's uh, advanced uh, innovations that are leading the way introducing into the market. Place. And Longji's uh, technology roadmap became uh, industry benchmark, right? So, and then Longji is also the most bankable uh, module brand globally, right? Uh, with a strong financial performance. We are Longji's the only AAA rated and uh, module manufacturer in the PV tech uh, bankability rating since the beginning of 2020. Right. This is the only one since then. And so this is really enabled by strong financial performance. Always think the financial health is the best warranty that manufacturer can offer to the customers. This is all this is achieved by consistent invest in the R&D. That's really the enabler. We invest five to seven percent of revenue into the R&D consistently through our history, right? which enable Longji to develop a product with a leading performance but the lower cost, which in turn help us to deliver strong financial performance, right? So this is the whole story coming together. And looking beyond PV, we also realized that green hydrogen is a must step to enable net zero, right? So uh, back in 20, starting from 2018, Longji started exploring into green hydrogen uh, business with uh, strategic partners. And uh, with a few years of study and also preparation, finally last year, last uh, uh, March, right, we launched the green hydrogen business, focusing on uh, alkaline electrolyzer development and the deployment. And uh, the same philosophy of focusing on technological innovation with the consistent investment in R&D is also applied to our green hydrogen business, to our alkaline electrolyzer uh, development. Right? So basically, uh, our alkaline electrolyzer is a, is a, is a design, is a built to be safe and reliable with more than 200,000 hours of a uh, lifetime. And also with the industry leading energy consumption of less than 4.5 kilowatt hour per uh, cubic meter of hydrogen, right? It is also renewable energy electricity source compatible with a fast response uh, time. So we have since, you know, since our uh, beginning of uh, last year, right, we have uh, made solid progress 
on green hydrogen business. Uh, basically, the first equipment rolled off the production line uh, within six months of our, of our uh, company, right? basically by October of last year. And also first commercial shipment is also delivered April of this year. And very recently, last uh, about two, two or three months ago, we were awarded uh, by uh, Standard Pack and to supply uh, alkaline electrolyzer for their 300 megawatt PV plus green hydrogen project right, in China. So which is going to be come online mid of uh, next year. So Longji has established, you know, well, overall well established the alkaline uh, electrolyzer production cap capacity, uh, 1.5 gigawatts by the end of this year and 2.5 by the end of next year and also reach 5 to 10 gigawatt by 2025, right? So we have made uh, tremendous uh, progress and we are hopeful with the advancement on the technology and the improvement on the performance and the reducing on the cost, we will see this uh, green hydrogen adoption will accelerate in the next few years. And we are very hopeful, right? We have seen that lots of market uh, momentum and strong demand for our electri electrolyzer uh, product globally uh, in China, in Europe, Middle East, India, Australia, US and also Latin, right? We have seen a lot of uh, demand. We hope to work together with our customers, with our partners, right? Uh, throughout the industry, both upstream and downstream, and to, to enable the wide adoption of green hydrogen and alkaline electrolyzer globally. Great, great. Thank you so much, Mr. Fang. That was excellent, you know, for this, uh, the share of information. I'm sure that people are looking forward to interact more with you and with Longi representatives in India and to gain more information on to how to collaborate and connect and do more business with Longi, especially on uh, solar and on hydrogen. Yeah. And I also look forward to see you and Longi team at REI, REI which is starting from 28th to 30th of September in Greater Northern Delhi. And uh, anybody and everybody is welcome to be part of uh, Renewable Energy India Expo and meet Team Longi over there. Pleasure having you over here, Mr. Fang. Yeah, thank you for having us here. It's a pleasure, you know, uh, to be here. Yeah, looking forward to uh, seeing everyone at the IEI. Pleasure. R E Master Talk. Master Talk. Master Talk.